Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 75 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. What is going on, fellas? Jeremy, how are you, man? Glad I'm not working. Yeah, no shit, dude. Feels like it's nonstop these days. Jerry, how are you, man? I'm hardly working. <laughs> and I am Todd, and we are Wings, Beers, and Tears. And we're coming at you tonight with episode 75. Give us a, a subscription, a listen. Drop us a line, if you will, a little review on uh, Apple iTunes, Google Play, wherever you hear your favorite podcast. Well, we will be, be there. Dick. We will be there. All right, guys. So tonight, let's get right into it. Let's talk some caps. We uh, we left it off last week with uh, they needed, you know, needed to continue to play better, find their defensive legs, et cetera, et cetera. And had a nice had another nice week. <laughs> They're racking up points, but the top four in that division is separating itself from the bottom four as we speak. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, it, I think it's, it's, over, right? it's, it's over. It's it's Caps, Pens, Bruins, Islanders. In whatever order you want to put them in, put it into a bag, shake it up. It's going to be one versus four, two versus three, and I'm convinced both series are going to go seven games. And and whoever you know wins the war of attrition will see each other in the uh, in the next round. Any um, word on Ovi today? So the, the latest from Laviolette, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Jeremy, is day-to-day, lower body, if it were the playoffs, he insinuated that he would be playing. Since it's not, we're not going to push him too much further. That's what I would say as well. I mean, you know, because if he was really – if he was a game-time decision last game, right? you figure he's basically okay mm-hmm. to go. He's probably 75% with a little hammy tweak or groin tweak and – you know. Don't play him. Yeah, well, just let it go. Well, I'm with you, man. You made the point last week about how how much better this team plays off of a little bit of rest. Didn't we just see this? Yes, absolutely. And I'd start resting Chara. Mm-hmm. I'd start resting. I mean, every game I'd rest a handful of dudes. I will say this, man, and and I know every team around the league is going to say this that their depth is good and that their taxi squad guys are are fine. I really think when you go into that, you know, 13th, 14th forward that the Caps have, and then their 7th and 8th D-men, they're good, man. You know, little nicks and bumps during the playoffs don't worry me as much as they have in the past. They're competent. They are very competent. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, we always say this pretty much every year about resting guys. I think it's more about rolling lines and things like that. Yeah. And just, you know, limit, you know, nobody played 25 on D, nobody played more than 16, 17 up front, whatever it is. Right. Because, you know, you Guys need to stay in their rhythm too. And again, I never went and double checked, but they got like a week off at the end of the season. Yep. So yeah, if a guy's dinged up, of course. I know. You know, you, Char. You did, you did you know, make that point, but, and that's a legitimate yeah. point. But I mean, we bring this up almost every year because usually the Caps are you know cruising somewhat into the playoffs. It just doesn't happen. I mean, yeah, again, you play Ov twelve minutes instead of eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, get the fourth liner some more time, whatever it is. But you, you really just don't. You don't sit guys like you would in the NFL. This doesn't. You could happen. sit them for a game. Right. What's the point of rotating a guy and playing him eight minutes when you can just tell him to take the night off and come back on Thursday? Yeah. Well, he has also only don't really have that many reserves. So, right. They got one. I mean, they have none right now at forward and one D. Actually, yeah. Right. But, so, but when that actually, opens no, up, zero. Well, when that opens <laughs> so, up, though, come yeah. playoff time oh, is my well, point. Yeah. But, you know, the, but the, even, that's why you're not worried about it. Exactly. But again, resting at the end of the season is a little bit of a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, I'm 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 excited. You know, like the other night, for example, he put Sprung in a top six role, and I loved his description after the game. It's a bunch of people on Caps Twitter were going ape shit. They're like, seriously, Sprung's top six. We're, we're we're terrible. I'm like, and then he goes and scores two goals. Well, Laviolette said his skill set. He yeah. Laviolette said it perfectly. He goes, people are asking me why he's in the top six. He goes, it doesn't really matter. He goes, his skill set is to score goals. He's a top six goal scorer. 
That, that's the way he plays. He's like, when we're at full strength, he can't get into the top six. That's how good we are. Well, <laughs> He's like, first of all, that's 100% right. Yeah. But it also almost doesn't matter because the rest <laughs> of the explanation is we don't want to mess with more than one line. Exactly so what right. what the fuck are people talking about? Because people are so dumb. Oh my right. God. So dumb. Yeah. You know? And I love that Sprong was kind of a throw-in in that Dylan trade when they came over. Because um, he was to, still in the minors. I have to be honest. I mean, it's all great to have opinions. But at the end of the day, it's not like Laviolette is a fucking moron. Every, no, he, he knows. knows. These guys yeah. who run the Caps know what they're doing. Again, not not to make this like huge sweeping analogy, but it's it's like Rivera. It's like you can parse what he does, but he's a fucking pro. He has a plan. He knows what he's yeah. doing, and the buck stops with him. Laviolette, just insert his name. Same thing, right? right? I didn't you know? like when he went for two against the Giants, but that doesn't mean I, I know when I see a linebacker better than he does. <laughs> exactly. Right? <laughs> or a quarterback. Right. No, or, maybe D-line. Maybe D-line. Yeah. Interior D-line. Maybe D-line. Probably not. Um, no, you're 100% right, though. I mean, when when I hear, you know, when I see him make some moves, especially in a game, and I kind of scratch my head, I'm like, what's he doing? My first thought is he knows what he's doing, which makes me feel good as a fan, you know? And more often than not, you know, they, they, they roll the dice. Sometimes it doesn't work, and no, no apologies afterwards. That said, he better not trade up for a fucking quarterback. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Now, so I, at first, I thought... I was a little worried about Ovi, but the more I look at it, you know, I think they're leaving it up to him. He's one of those warrior type guys. He knows, hey, I want another cup run. <laughs> I want to go deep. We're going to be playing for a long time if things go well. I need to get myself right. All right. They got eight more games. Islanders, Pens, Pens, Rangers. Hopefully the Rangers are out of it by then and sort of have nothing to play for. Rangers twice, Flyers twice, end with the Bruins, yep. which may be – but can't they just make that game one, maybe? Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, every time I look at their their schedule and there's a stretch in there that worries me, they still find a way to get three out of four points, it seems like. Yeah, um, and just looking at the four teams, well, at least I looked at a couple of them, Islanders' schedule is ridiculously easy. Yeah. They, I want to say like five of their last, after us, like five of their last eight are uh, Jersey and Buffalo. Gotcha. Which, which so. doesn't bode well for, I, I mean, I could tell you, I've said I'd like to play the Islanders in the first round. And if they're the first seed, obviously we got to get to the fourth seed for right, that to happen. Right. So, yeah, well, I, I mean, the, you know, throw a blanket over the teams. What are they? All, all four? If you count, if you give the Bruins four points in their two games in hand, aren't, aren't the four teams separated by one point? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, it's yeah. So, it's, it's coming down I mean, to the. Yeah, there is a, no, there is no room. Nah. Yeah, and again, I don't. Uh, yes, do you like to win the division? Of course, uh, everybody wants to win at every stage, right? So you're like, oh, regular season doesn't mean anything. Well, when you're right there, you want to fucking win, right? Well, the, well, the next three <laughs> games. Plus, you also want to send a fucking message, man. Yeah. You know? And that's why I like beating the Islanders in regulation. Right. You know? The next three games are Islanders, Pens, Pens. <laughs> and so obviously you're playing them either in the first round or the second round. Sure. Right? So you want you don't want to get the shit kicked out of you by no. then. You go no. with, Play you know? simple. Play yeah. simple hockey. Get the pucks deep. Do all the shit that Jeremy and I love to talk <laughs> about doing, man. Keep the game tight when you're not playing your best. When you're playing well, make sure you slot your chances. You know, if you get a couple golden opportunities, you got to make them count. And play physical. Play fast. Play in their face. But no, like you said, Jerry, no, nothing like don't get the shit kicked out of you. Well, Just the penguins, play well. The Penguins will be trying to get Tom suspended. Yes. Guaranteed. They're going to be trying to bait him into some sort of 
retaliation hit that there's arguably suspendable so they can go out of the game and say, you know, the standard, well, they got to look at that one. Oh, I'm not yeah. going to say anything, but then I'm going to say something, right? right. They, the, the grand injustice of him just being bigger and stronger. Right. Yeah. So they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna try to do that, and then they're going to bitch and whine. Uh, but, you know, I'd like to see – I like when Laviolette said we need to get a goaltender. You know this this rotate, and I'm with. You. I think it's going to be Sammy. I think, I, he, I think so I think too. He's the guy, and you just you start riding him because he's got to get used to yeah the burden. He's the one guy who probably doesn't need a rest. Yeah, it's probably true. Uh, agreed. I mean, I think we even said since the beginning of the season, Sammy was a guy with the higher ceiling, and he's the one showing it. Yep. Um, but again, I think you put yourself in a good spot because you, you trust Vanacek also. Of course. Oh, so, for sure. But when it comes to the playoffs, even though I, I think I even thrown out a couple times this year. I, why not have have both guys play? But you're getting a, at least a day off between games, sometimes two. There's no reason for rest purposes. You'd rather have a guy hot enough. You don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I tell you, Samsonov in the um, uh, the the shootout win the other mm-hmm. night, the the zero zero game. What a weird game that was. It looked like we were just asleep in the first period. We were terrible, yeah. and he yeah. bailed us out. And then within 10 minutes of the second period, the scoring chances had flipped 180 degrees. Right. And it looked like the Islanders couldn't even get, get into our zone. Well, the lo- I was like, lo- what the hell's going on? Laviolette said we played seven great, we've played seven great periods of hockey. Mm-hmm. You know? And coming off the... You know, the Caps will do that shit, man. They they'll, will. They'll have a, a period. <laughs> Normally, <laughs> it's the first period. They come out slow, and- or the third. And you're, and you're just like, oh, my God, we can't even complete a pass. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not like Detroit. <laughs> well, was it a Detroit-Dallas where Dallas had 41 oh shots God. and Detroit had one? It was it was thirty. And it was one nothing Detroit. Yeah, it was. No, it was thirty. It was thirty to three yeah. yep. at one point. It was one nothing Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, um, but, uh, but it's a funny game, man. It's a the funny good game. Thing, the good thing, knock on wood, is that Kuzi seems to have being like a, a bit of a rhythm. He looks great, doesn't he? And when he is, it just it's just like he's, the cycles. We, we've said it a million times. We're not the only ones, obviously, but he's such a game changer. When you look at the the amount of studs that the Caps have, when you throw in. Good koozie, he really gets them to that next level. Well, he really does because I don't remember which game it was. I guess it was the most recent where would he have a goal and two or a goal mm-hmm. and three or something like that. Yep. And he and he had a crossbar in there. Was that what it was? Or, or just missed one coming down the slot? And it's just like how many guys out there can you really say can be can basically account for five team goals? Mm-hmm. You know, in a game very often. Let's talk about McDavid. Right. This doesn't happen very often. And Kuzi's got that talent. Now, he of course, does. he almost never shows it. But when, he, when you got that in your back pocket, almost as you're you know, a secondary guy behind you know, back Ian Ovi, even behind Oshie in, in points, that's a good guy to have in your you know, fourth is. or fifth on your option list. Now, I, what I don't want to see is that third and fourth line scoring dry up. Oh, it's got to continue can't. because right now, third, fourth line scoring, we are fucking killing it. Yes. I mean, Haglin's got, what, five? Six on the year. Dowd has career high nine. nine. Um, Hathaway's got four. Um, Eller's up there at eight or nine. Eller, I mean, some missed time. Obviously, Sheary. The fact that Sheary, eleven or twelve. Yeah, I mean, again, he's a goal scorer. Um, We've got some guys that can put it in the back of the net and up and down the lineup, and that makes me really, really happy. Well, I I say it every year. Any team making a cup run um, needs a goal, a goal per game out of three slash four. Yep, you need to have it. Um, that's the way I think it's been, you know, I would say nine out of the last 10 years, you look back at the sure. numbers, that's what that team's going to have. Without question. I mean, you look at Tampa last year, you look at St. Louis the year before, you look at the Caps the year yep. before that. I mean, the last three, without question, the bottom six have been amazing in the playoffs. And it almost seems like not a lot to ask, only one goal out of those six guys per game, but it just makes all the difference in the world. It's huge. 
Um, and it takes bird. You know, if if we're struggling on the power play, for example, which I'm sure Jerry will agree that we will in the first uh, round of the playoffs. I'm sure the power play will go well, dry for a couple games, and you'll get all pissed off. You know, but that takes the pressure off of Ovi if he hits the a post or two. The fuck you, holding me up, dude. They <laughs> don't play well, and I get pissed. I get pissed. They don't play well. <laughs> No, you're not wrong, and and they'll, they'll they'll go through. I say it every year in the playoffs. If you're relying on power play scoring in the playoffs, that's going to dry up really fast. Fewer opportunities yeah. and just well, it's just that simple. So yeah. let's say you're still one out of three. Well, that's you know many fewer opportunities, many fewer goals. <laughs> yep. Right. So I'm looking at the Penguins' uh, final games. They got the Bruins and then two with the Caps. So that's pretty good. Then they play the Flyers, and I get that the Flyers are going to be eliminated by then. But those motherfuckers hate each other. Oh, no doubt. And they may be taking cheap shots left and right. So sure. you never know if that's going to be physical. And then they end with the Sabres, who probably won't show up for those games. Although they're playing solid. Yeah, the they are playing pretty well right now. They beat the Bruins the other night. And Stomped let's, them. Let's yeah. say that you got I'm looking at the Islanders. Ugh. All right, you got the Caps. Yeah, this Oops. is the easy one. Yeah, you, you're right about that. Looks like it. <laughs> Caps, then you got Rangers, Rangers, Sabres, Sabres, uh, Devils, Devils, Bruins. Yeah. All right, so they got four in there that are gimmies. But, again, Sabres aren't playing poorly. Um, and, I would and, like to take their will right now yeah. in this next game. That'd be There's going to be it? at least 500 screaming fans. <laughs> and I'm, I say that facetiously. No. And then uh, I'd like to see – I'd like to t- – I don't know. There may be something – now I say this and they'll lose 7 nothing on Tuesday. But um, there's something about the Islanders where they don't scare me as much as Pittsburgh does. I think just Pittsburgh can score in chunks. So can everybody. But Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean, though. I think Pittsburgh and Boston are more explosive, a la the Caps. I'm guessing Pittsburgh and Boston fans say that about the Caps. Right. You know, but, but I think Boston- the other three fan bases look at the Islanders and they're kind of like – I don't really want to play them because they're boring and they. they Boston it, has big names, right? And I get it. They're look, all three teams are good, right? They, if I had to bet, I might bet all three of them over the Caps just because of the goalie situation. So, and I'm a pessimist. But, <laughs> That's the main reason. But Boston, <laughs> they don't. They don't seem to put it together. Like Pittsburgh can put it together. And, yeah, I know what and you every mean. Every time I look at Crosby and I hate that motherfucker, he'll do some amazing shit where I'm like. That guy's freaking him. I mean, the passing he can do. No, he's that good. He absolutely yeah, I mean, is. he 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 he's, strips he's, the puck. He's, he, he's tremendous. He puts he puts the puck wherever the guy needs to shoot it. Like, it's never a bad pass. I mean, you know, he's I, just his skill set is such that because he plays the center position, he's like the quarterback, right? He's got the puck on his stick so often. He doesn't care what the score is, what the period is, what's going on. He figures they can score every time he's out there on the ice. And more often than not, they have great scoring chances. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just, that's just the type of player he but is. But you're right. I mean, that, that fucking Caps-Penguins matchup could be 6-5. It could, I mean, because their goalies are not that great, you know, at least statistically. I mean, the Caps' save percentage for their goalies is the worst in the league, right, isn't it? Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I don't, I don't think Jerry is much better, whatever his name is. Just in Jari. Yari or whatever. And then, you know, Latang. After he gets beat on a little bit, he becomes a liability because he can't skate anymore. Right. Right. So he's going to swing and stick at people, though. Yeah. yeah. He's really good at that. Yeah. But, but you know, so he's he's one of those guys where Pittsburgh probably, he probably should take a few games off, stretch the hammies, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but God damn, they can score in bunches. And that's what scares me. Yep. I did watch that. Uh, I watched the Bruins Penguins game 
like on Sunday, and I was hoping for hamstring pulls. <laughs> There's a bunch of hamstring pulls and growing pulls and all that. Give shit. it a week because right now they got plenty of time. To but they it. were, uh, you know, it was a it, it was a game where neither team really wanted to deliver hits. Marchand wasn't being the fucking pest that he always is, and that's and that's why I'm interested to see what these last eight games look like for these top four teams because. If you're playing the Rangers or uh, the Devils, somebody that's out of it, I mean, are you out there finishing your check off in the corner? Or are you like, nah, fuck it? You it was know? noticeably not violent. Yeah, not like you would think that Boston and Pittsburgh have seen each other so much they hate each other. And it's almost like they're saving that for and that. They're, sa- so, they're, yeah. they're, they're saving it, so they're practicing to play the North Division. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, really. Um, I, I, I still think you know matchups. Matchups don't matter. Seating does matter mentally. It has to. It, it does. It, it has to. Home ice, I would be stunned if it mattered, given the fact that at most you're going to have third of an arena filled. I, I still think that can make a difference in the playoffs. It, it, it can, but it can't be. It's not like Carolina when no. they had 22,000 no. people. And it's, and it's not like 2016 Rock the Red where it's, you can't even hear yourself in there. Right. I get that. Yeah. Um, but I just think mentally – Finishing in that first or second hole and getting home ice, you got to feel like we made it through this first. But level the Caps of the play better on the road than they do at home. I, I agree with that too. And maybe it's just because it's a fucking business trip. Mm-hmm. It's all business. Yeah, you know. And maybe it's laser focused. Maybe. maybe you know. Well, I mean, shit, man. In, they in play a cup, hell of a lot better than they do at home. Well, well our I mean, cup run didn't. All, all the closing games were on the road. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I so mean, I, I just think uh, that doesn't. That it's. The people you're playing, not where you're playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. Well, as of a few games ago, they were, had the dead even record, home and road. Um, I think they're probably better on the road now because those last two wins. Right. Um, the thing is, I always point to usually his last change. And that's something I'd mm-hmm. like to have at home. But hey, you know, I thought that I don't know if it was just you know the way they were deploying the, the lines, but whatever they, they were doing last game against the Islanders, I've never seen them make Barzal look so uh, just. Impotent because they made him play defense. It was amazing, right? Because yeah. in the first game on was it Thursday night um, there with the, the zero zero game again. That first period was just dreadful. And he was and Barzell looked Barzell like he things, was a, yeah. he was just you know dancing around yep. like you know just toying with everyone. Basically, the the five periods after that, Barzell was a non factor. Yeah. How, how does that happen? I yeah. don't understand. You possess the puck. Don't let him have it. There it is. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's got to be it. Um, that was a truly dominating performance the other Gave night. up a, another shorthanded goal, which is infuriating. It is. It and is it was infuriating. A sh- it was a shitty goal, too. It was like from the blue line, right? Slap shot from the blue line. I mean, it was a good shot. Don't get me wrong, but I, someone I mean, you got to have that save. There's nobody in front of they you. They did the Olay defense on Pellick, yeah. and then he just wound up and ripped one. Well, yeah, but there's nobody in front of you. Nah, it's you awful. See, yeah, awful. but it's almost like it's like stopping the ball in basketball. you got to do something when the guy's skating in from his own zone. And he can just wind up a slap shot, you know. No, yeah. it's not going to go in more than one out of ten. But when he gets it on net in the right place, it's going in. Nothing right. you can do about it. Yeah. You just can't let him have it. Yeah, stop him for fuck's <laughs> yeah. sake. You know, everybody's like, oh, guys going to line changes. Like, oh, there it goes. Uh, damn it. <laughs> Carlson looked completely disinterested. Yeah. He was in Doesn't the end of his that <laughs> sound consistently familiar? <laughs> oh, really. is he your next yeah. whipping boy? Now, yeah. you, now you're no, he's an American. I, I, I like that. Dude. <laughs> so now you and Jensen are best buddies, and <laughs> Carlson's getting your wrath. I don't know, man. <laughs> Carlson Carlson's not the greatest defenseman playing defense. He's great offensively, but sometimes he can be a little lazy. Yeah. I mean, well, he just he plays so many minutes too. Well, He's one it. of those guys that yeah. in the in a playoff game, if he you give up a goal in the third and everybody's going to be like, "Oh, look at Carlson not moving." It's like he's played 24 <laughs> minutes. He's toast right now, you know. 
they're going to need to make sure they have a rotation within games. I am fucking games. sick of you bringing facts and logic <laughs> into this argument. Well, you probably had four guys that could have you know stopped the puck, you know, in that situation, and just everybody just said either, "Oh, you got him." Okay, no, oh, seriously, Olay defense. It was, okay, it was yeah. pathetic, but it yeah. happens the most in the NHL. Do we well, do we give up the most shorties? We do, oh, but we do. I think th- this was a little bit of a, a unique one. This wasn't a straight up, you know, cluster at the blue line two on one, which that's I think what we're famous for. Mm. Like the yeah. Schultz fumble two right. on one, right. you know. But this was more of a turnover at our own blue line, but without much of a, a push. And Pelik just said, "Well, there's nobody there. I'm just going to skate as fast yeah. as I can and rip it." Nice little one timer, you know. Well, I mean, it was a slap shot. It, it so was a slapper. It was a little wind up. It was like yeah. a half half wind up slapper. Nice is, shot. When is Schultz coming back? He's in the same boat as Ovi, as far as I could yeah. tell. Well, they said day to day. Yeah. And um, now again, I to, to your point about if it was playoffs, maybe he'd be back in. But I just didn't like what I saw when he got hurt. Me neither. Now, Tarek uh, El Bashir had a tweet earlier that said that he was out there in a in non contact yeah. jersey, and he goes, "In my opinion, skated great." Good. You know, just getting ready so. for the fucking playoffs, man. Yeah. yeah. Again, TVR can play for a few games. Absolutely, yeah. he can. But if you want to, if, if Chara wants to rest and you need, well, they need to get Schultz back in, you know, because we don't need other defensemen right now. That's what about, what about Siegs? <laughs> yeah, he's up in Newark. Yeah, he's probably Poor hating guy. life. I know. He's like, fuck. At least he gets to play. Is, but, is he yeah. playing? I don't know. I, I think looked. so. Good. Hope so. so. Good for him. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. All well, right. Give me your next three games. One against the Islanders, two against the Pens. What's your point prediction? We're going to get four. We're going to get four out of six. All right. What about you? Yeah, same. I'm going to go three out of six. Okay. I'm pessimist. Well, you know what? I, I like the way you're thinking, though, because what if the Isles do one to us like we did to them on Thursday night? You know, I'll steal a point at, at Cap One Arena, get the, get the bonus point, for example. We only get one, and then we split with the Pens. Right. I can see that happening. Yeah. All right. So three, four, four. We'll see how it goes. See how it goes. All right. All right, so moving on, um, we are going to spend most of the rest of our time today on the NFL draft. We'll talk a little bit more about what Washington and Baltimore may or may not do, and then we are going to give you our top ten, how the first round is going to go. Let's do the first round mock first and get it out of the way. That All right, way let's fucking can... go. All right, cool. All right, so, All right, so Thursday so, night, it begins. Right. So first ten picks, what we're going to do here. We're just going to do the first ten picks. Yep. And uh, we'll give you an analysis of each pick. I mean, obviously, um, if you think it's a possible trade or you'd like to see a trade, or if you think, you know, Baltimore's got two first-round picks, are they going to package those to move up to something? Or if Washington, we think that the, the, you know, Washington's going to move up to the top ten to draft a quarterback and watch me hurl shit and break my TV. and <laughs> That would be the only reason I want him to do just that. Doesn't <laughs> make any, just certain, doesn't make any fucking sense. It makes no sense. All know. right, so let's get into it. But there's it. a All lot right. of talk about it. All right, so here's what we're going to do. is I'm going to take uh, picks one, four, and seven. Jeremy's going to take two, five, five, and eight. And Jerry's going to take three, six, nine, and ten because he is the man. He just wanted six <laughs> and nine. <laughs> You're right. I do love 69. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So right off of that, we're going to bounce into the number one pick. So the, the number one pick is going to be the least uh, climactic, obviously. So I will take that one. It's going to be your boy, Trevor Lawrence, the long-haired uh, Baywatch quarterback out of Clemson. He's going to go to Jacksonville. Um, and like Jerry said, they will take all of their 10 or 12-minute allotment, which is going to be fucking, fucking insane. Well, after I just hope Goodell doesn't do some cringeworthy monologue. To oh no, start. no, no! He's good. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can tell you what he's going to do. He's going to spend twelve minutes talking about racial unity. Yes, all that social stuff. 
and he's going to give the most awkward fucking hugs when nobody wants to <laughs> hug his what? Princeton whatever where he went to school ass. Didn't he proclaim that, hey, I'm vaccinated, I can hug everybody this well, year? Yeah, he's going to do that, but the guys yeah. are going to be like, dude, all right, whatever, give me my jersey. Yeah, they need to do like a, an across the stage like air fist bump or something. Yeah. Just so, hey, how's it going? So anyway, so yeah. T Law is going first, no question about it. I think that's a consensus. Yes, and that's my pick. So the Jets are on the clock at two. What do you got, Jeremy? Well, I'm going to sort of break the mold a little bit here. I think everything's been smoke. I think Fields is the second best quarterback, and they're so take even him. with his the the latest rumor on Fields. What's the latest rumor? Epilepsy. I don't yeah. think that's a rumor. No, right? no, yeah. well, no, no, not a rumor. Yeah. But the, the like info. Jerry says, yeah. shit comes out all the time. Yeah. But they knew that. Yeah, People that's knew what that. I mean. yeah. That's why, to me, you know, it's smoke. Yeah. Okay, I, so you think? Yeah, and you know, I know Wilson's a good quarterback. I'm pretty sure he goes third now. But I just think Fields was number two until people started tearing everybody down. Mm-hmm. Wilson, they play nobody. His receivers are wide open all the time. I think he's going to be fine. But I really don't think anybody but T Law is really worth a top three pick, so I'm going to stick with a guy who's number two and we'll go number two all year long and go with Fields. Okay, so Fields Fields two to the Jets. I really hope you're right. I hope Fields goes to the Jets. Well, if you know who else hopes he's right? Shanahan. Oh, Shanahan will because, cream himself. Because now, <laughs> yeah, that means that cat, Wilson, goes to uh, – Goes to the uh, Niners at three. Lock. Okay, so you're on the clock with three. You're yeah, the Niners, Jerry. Exactly. Who, who, who are you taking? If, if Wilson's there, uh-huh. um, it's going to be uh, Zach Wilson to the to the 49ers. I doubt Wilson will be there. I think he's going to go to the Jets, so I think it'll be Mac Jones. I don't think – Okay, so who are you picking right now in our mock draft? I'm picking Wilson. Because okay, you're picking didn't. Wilson. Okay, yeah, because cool. I'm a dumbass. Because no, no, no he, it's all good. So, <laughs> so no, Wilson, no. I, yeah. I think you're right. I think if Fields goes too, I think Wilson right. is a – you know. I think of the from what I'm hearing, and who fucking knows? Like Jeremy says, all smoke. I think Fields is going to drop. He's going to drop. And someone said that if Zach, if uh, if Mac Jones doesn't go three, he's going to drop. Like past ten, past interesting. eleven. Interesting. So okay. he might be specific to the 49ers. I have to believe that that they traded up for a quarterback. So. In our mock, we have three quarterbacks going. It's just not the traditional three quarterbacks. Right. Because Fields replaces Wilson, who then replaces Jones. So that means at four, now um, <sighs> Jones is available and Trey Lance is available, plus all the other <clears throat> great pairs. Okay. So, so now, now the draft starts. Here yep. So I'm technically on the clock now, number four in Atlanta. Okay. I'm going to give out a couple scenarios here, and then I'm going to tell you what I think would happen in this scenario. All right. I think if you're Atlanta – you know that you need to draft the successor to Matt Ryan. And you're sitting there at four. You're not a beggar at that point. You're a chooser. So you're going, of the guys that are left, and in our scenario right now, it's Mac Jones or Trey Lance, two pretty good options for them to bring someone in. They don't suck. They do not. If I were to be a, a little bit of a gambler, this is where I would say if those three guys have gone, they trade down. Because they figure one of those guys is probably going to fall a little bit more. And then, you know, they trade down, pick up an extra pick. But for the sake of, of what we're doing here, if Mac Jones is available, I think he goes to Atlanta. Well, However, if I'm an Atlanta fan, it's really hard not to take that guy Pitts at that pick. Oh, yeah, he's generational. Dude, I mean, he's fucking, oh, God, he's so good. Well, what better position to be in if, if things fall the way we said, or even if you – like a, you know a lance or whatever. Sure, they're at four. You you get what you want. 
Right. No question about it. So I think they take quarterback because the run goes and because they need the successor to Ryan and, and for all the things that we've talked about. It would not shock me if, and Jerry, you've said it many times, you're 100% right, this is when the draft starts. If at that point you see a blockbuster trade or move, or let's say they say, fuck it, we're just going to go the free agent route at some point. There's going to be all these kids on second and third year deals that don't like where they are. We're going to poach somebody down the road. We're going with this kid Pitts. Fuck it all. That's going to change the landscape of the next few picks. Whatever they do really is going to dictate that next run for the t- next 10 to 12 picks. But for purposes of our mock draft, I'm you're going taking Mac Jones. Jones yep. right? Four quarterbacks, four picks. Yep. Since he's up at five, what do you got? That's tough because, uh, you know, now I effed it up for everything, including my own <laughs> next pick. Um, you know, if Pitts is there, it's obviously attractive, you know, a nice weapon for Burrow. But uh, I'll go with what I was thinking coming in. Um, obviously, I wasn't taking the two picks into account. Well, you know that I had to, when I made this decision, but uh, Sewell, what's his name, right? The yep, Penny you, you, Sewell. You yeah. have yeah. to protect. Yep. you have to protect Burrow. <clears throat> you just have to. Well, they're in that position where obviously they don't. Not only do they not need a quarterback, they they shouldn't take no. one in the first round. I mean, Burrow showed while he was there last year that he's a legit quarterback. Yeah, I, while I, getting killed, exactly. Um, I think he's something you can work around. Um, uh, I'm with you. If, if that guy Pitts is there until he goes. You're you're going to be kicking yourself yeah. if you pick somebody else, but you you almost have to, you know. You can't go wrong with a, a stud tackle. Yeah, but if he can be the next Anthony Munoz, I, I, yeah. you know, yeah. if if right. that, and that kid's that kid's been a top tier lineman for like two years. So I'm looking right here, six six three thirty. It's not and he, like and he can run, fuck. little, little guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah, I mean, Christ, he's 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 legit. He's <laughs> they're, got, going, they're they're drafting a house at yeah. number five. I mean. <laughs> He, people now are starting to criticize him because they haven't criticized him enough. Um, but but he's I, I think that would make sense, even if Pitts is on the board. Well, the only criticism I have of him is he played at Oregon. Yeah. yeah so you just don't know what he can right. yeah, do. You look at the size and you look at the tape and everything. And, and, and again, my boy Mel Kuyper was basically like, he's, he's a, a slam dunk home run offensive tackle. Oh, yeah. Whoever takes him, they're like, you're getting a fucking... He's a, de- he's a decade tight end, that, that's top exa- end starter. Yeah, that's what they said. You yeah, know? He might not be the greatest in the league, but he'll be in the top six yep. for 10 years. That's what he said. A decade, you just plug him in at tackle yeah. and, and walk away. So if the quarterback He's a little like Brandon Sheriff. I mean... Like <laughs> <laughs> so if the quarterback class wasn't what it, what it is, he'd be a two or three. Yeah, right. probably. Yep. Well, he's yep. better at his position than all of those guys are at their positions. Yep. They're just quarterbacks. They're just quarterbacks, uh, I man. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that gets us number six at all Miami, right. and number I'm going to take six. Picks. Okay. Because he dropped, yep. and they need offensive weapons, and he is the best one in the draft. So I'm going to go Kyle Pitts. Is that his name? Yep. Um, at six to Miami. If he gets as far as six, I'd be shocked. Yeah. But, man, if you're Miami, <laughs> again, just licking Florida. your chops. Yeah, oh, man, that dude. Was, that's great. That would be amazing. All right, Detroit. All right, so Detroit. This is my only struggle with this pick is which receiver do they take? They are definitely going to take a receiver. There's no question and in my mind. And they all the – all the guys have been dropping. They're all there. Yes, they're all there. So, <clears throat> obviously, the the stud that everybody talked about during this last college football season is Devontae Smith. I actually don't think he's going to be the first receiver off the board. I don't either. I think it's going to be somebody with a little bit more size, a little bit more um, 
you know, durability, but still has the upside. So I'm going to go with um, Jamar Chase, I the agree LSU with kid. You, I think you know, that, I, I think, think he's the first receiver off the board, and I think Detroit is probably where where he it comes was in. So fucking good, so good that year. But when Burrow was there, my God, he was unstoppable. He was a man amongst boys. Yeah, he was, you know, he, was on, he, he was, looked like the two Alabama guys we were just talking about. But it was a real college football season. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and he he laid it out. Um, again, I don't know. I love Smith and Waddle. I just don't know. They were playing a video game offense in a weird fucking 2020 year. I just don't know how that's going to translate. He's a he's a five tool wide receiver, man. From yep. from what everybody says, so who I, I say who I trust. Yeah, so I say Chase goes to uh, Detroit at seven. All right, you got Carolina at eight. Well, a lot of people would go line here based on what I've seen, but that's boring, and I just picked a lineman. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and go with Smith here. Um, I actually think in the in the real draft he might even be third or fourth that goes because the only reason he even played as much as did is because of Waddle, right? Yeah. Right. You know. So and I just with Waddle, I mean, now again, I don't know the the injury, you know, but it just it didn't look great. I just have a hard time believing he's going to be 100 percent day one. And I just think Smith was so damn good. Um, I, I'd go with him here, and I do think Carolina needs the weapons. You know, they lost Samuel. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go with Smith there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem with that. Pick. No, I think that's I fine. love that kid. I think yeah. he's – I the knock on him is his size. Yeah. But the dude is such a competitor, man. Apparently he's – Again, he's when you see gamer. some of these receivers playing in these in these kind of spread offenses in the NFL now, size becomes less of a factor than it did a well, decade or even two decades rules, ago. You know, and the rules, the, you know, sure. And, I mean, look at even you know, our guy you know, McLaurin. Mm-hmm. He's not that big. I mean, I know he's bigger than Smith, but he's not that big. No. You know, and I, you know, it's, it's about toughness, and I think he's got the right attitude. Yep. Technique, getting off the block, you know, or getting out of that first five-yard jam and, and being able to make Absolutely. your, you know, run your route. All right, so in our draft, uh, we have one quarterback left, Trey Lance, and whoever drops one, two, or three quarterbacks, probably only two at the most, to this t- time is when you're going to get the trade back, trade back talk. Yeah. Carolina and Denver. Uh, Carolina just obviously got Darnold. Um, they may be looking to trade back and and get somebody who's desperate to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, a oh, la, that's very possible. Very a la possible. New England, yep. a la Chicago, mm-hmm. and they're even talking about this is where the Skins could make a move, if, or, or Washington could make a move. Because it's not in the top five, it's it's. I going know. Down. I could see it happening too. I'm just. I don't. Uh, I don't want it. To. I don't think. I don't think you give up draft position if you're Carolina. So I, I, I'm with Jeremy. I think they stay. But Denver, at nine, they have to really decide <laughs> if they want to stick with their kid. Uh, what's his name? Luck. Yeah. Drew Luck. Drew Luck. Or if they want to, if they want to go somewhere else or trade down. So this is the pick. I think you could see someone trade up for Trey Lance, but I'm not going to do that today. I am going to take Rashawn Slater because uh-huh. uh, he's dropped. Um, he's some people say he's as good, if not uh, more fundamentally technique driven and, and uh, superior than Sewell. Um, he's the one I basically passed over. I was like, I just don't want to do it alone. But he's <laughs> the the knock on him, and I know you guys get sick of me saying it. Is you're not sure if he's a tackle or a guard. Mm-hmm. He's the Brandon right. Sheriff who you draft him, say we'll see if he can do it, and then he can't do it, and he moves to guard. But now you just fucking spend a top ten pick on a guard. Um, so, but he he has got skill, and he's he's being rated fairly. He comes from a great school. I mean, obviously, he's going to play for twelve years, sure, right? And he's going to be a top end uh, player at whatever position he plays. If he can play tackle or he can play guard, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go there at Denver. 
So you, um, so you think Denver takes the tackle? Or I think they tackle take slash guard. Yeah. Okay. I, unless they, <clears throat> I think most likely they will trade down because there's no reason not to. Let me ask you this though: If one of the quarterbacks drops, like you just talked about, if Trey Lance or Mac Jones is sitting there, maybe they, they have, take them, and they've got nine. That's a hard sell to your fan base. Hey, we just got a guy that some people said could have been top five. He dropped to nine. We didn't have to move anywhere. But no, we're going to go with Drew Locke. <laughs> I um, don't see I don't how. <laughs> but Drew Locke was a first-round pick. Yeah, and, and from what I've seen from Drew Locke, I mean. I, but you're, So you're going to pass, ugh. right? You're going to give up on a guy that early, right, that you took in the first round, so obviously you thought he was good, to get another dude who's put 300 total fucking passes in the – I think that's crazy. Jerry, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm with just you, saying, for the sake of argument, I could see Washington doing this exact yeah. scenario. They gave up on fucking Haskins, who they took in the first round, mm-hmm. and now they have the potential to move up and take fucking Trey Lance. Well, Haskins apparently wasn't working hard. I, dude, I, I, I get stupid, it. stupid, right? I get it, but I the scenario you just laid out is pretty much exactly yeah. what Washington yeah. just I would be... The, well, I mean, Haskins isn't even on the team anymore, so it's not an option, but yeah, point yeah, taken. I, I, think, <laughs> I think the... I think what they will do is they will trade back to somebody who wants them. And I think gonna, you're right. They're, and they're going to yeah. stick with Drew Locke. If they don't, I picked uh, the, the Slater because he's just the best player on the board. Mm-hmm. That, and I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. No, he's it. That'd be uh, you can't go wrong with that pick. Uh, at you know. number at number ten, they got the Cowboys. <laughs> I think there seems to be a fairly good consensus that they like that Patrick Sertain kid from Agreed. Alabama, yep. and they need a cornerback in the worst way, and he's the best one there. So. Yep. Um, and he's from Alabama, so that you know he can freaking play. Um, so I think I think they will take him, and I think that's that will be a solid pick. Yeah, that would be a great pick because he's, I mean, he's a legit talent. And if he falls to ten because of the run on quarterbacks, that's just a blessing for a team like that. You know. So in our draft, it was not too surprising, but for the Justin Fields pick at three at two, mm-hmm. where nobody says that anymore. You know, everybody loves the BYU kid, and people have Fields as the one dropping. Which, again, because it's lying season, means that Fields' stock could be up there if the Jets or San Francisco think he's worth worthy. Because yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen him drop as low as 24 in some months. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which is meaningless, but still. Well, it's all these smoke. I mean, the epilepsy thing, he's had it all of his life. Obviously, it's a concern, right? Sure. But he's had it all of his life, and he's played. And this has been known. He didn't just get it. Well, that's just it. It's you know? it's, it's now now known. now someone's trying to make him drop. Well, now it's a it's it's a talked about subject because it, it went out on blast on social media and right. three idiots like us were like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh he's had it his whole life, you know. It came up now because some dick dipshit agent out there was like, you know, oh here's some information. So um, I hate the dipshit agents this time of the year. A bunch yeah. of fucking savages. Well, I don't um, think you're going to see too many agents screwing their client out of money. So it's probably not them. It's probably some sort of scout who has a friend. It's exactly right. Yeah, it's just it's it's the old, uh, you know, it's the good old boy network at this point. All right, let's talk about Washington. All right, so <sighs> here we are just a couple nights away. I still have no idea what they're going to do. My, As a fan and as somebody who really likes how they've uh, kind of rebuilt here on the fly with a professional coaching staff, pushed old Danny Boy to the back room. Hopefully he stays there. I would really like to just see them hold tight at their pick. If a package is there for you to move down and gain more picks, I would I would prefer that happen. I would really prefer they not move up at all. I th- I'd say my ideal scenario is they simply pick the best player available at 19. 
So I think they have the following names sort of targeted. Okay. Right? I think they – I would be surprised if they traded up for a quarterback. That's I'd be just, shocked. That's just not Rivera's. Well, I don't think they go – I think they may go a few spots. Yeah. They're not They're not going to go to the top ten. I really just don't but think I, so. But I don't think they're even going to do that. Because, I, I, first I, of I all, think I, so think, I think the five are going to be gone by 15. I think so. Because I was just thinking in my head, Someone's I'm like, well, what if somebody like Mac Jones falls? No, man, because fucking uh, New England's at 15. Oh, he ain't getting past yeah, that. Nobody gets you know? past 15. Yeah, there's in, no in, way. In a dream scenario, <clears throat> I'd like the Washington to – trade back yeah. and they're sort of in yeah. a no man's land that a lot, like the guys that I'll mention who I who I just based on look it's all smoke right now nobody knows what they're going to do but the guys who talk to the guys that know get a sort of a sense of <laughs> the somebody. guy behind the guy <laughs> and then I listen to those guys <laughs> right right and get so what I have there's a guy Ben Standig who uh-huh. uh, yeah. Who, yeah, who, yeah, yeah who writes for the athletic who's he's really smart he's, I think I, I think he's good and he sort of is he talks to people who know people know things what what they're thinking and he is he is of the belief that he does not think Rivera is going to package any deals to go up on and get a quarterback okay so well that makes me feel better so but but you never know if you that, could pa- if you not. could package a third and go up a couple that's, spots that's kind of where right, I am yeah that's then, the only then, thing's possible then at the, then at that point maybe they would but um, most likely. They think that the court, the the prognosticators who I respect think that the quarterbacks will be gone by then because there'll be a run on them. Yeah, right? no, 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 I, I just uh, so um, these are the names that this guy talks about, and it it's still it's the names we all see. They he thinks that Rivera really likes that Osawa Koromoa kid from Notre Dame. I've like, seen I've seen a bunch of mocks again mocks taken for what they're fucking worth, but so many of them have Washington taking well, him at nineteen. Th- Washington's done a lot of some zooms with him, and if you read the tea leaves, uh, Rivera said basically described him as the kind of guy they need a will linebacker who can cover in the slot. Mm-hmm. And they had Kevin Pierre Lewis, and he just left. and And uh, Rivera said we need to get a guy like that who can do it a little bit better. Well, you replace KPL with JOK. It's a nice, yeah. nice symmetry. <laughs> nice. The question nice. is, is and that Graham City at linebacker? You know, he's he's small, uh, but he's aggressive and he can tackle. And he can also cover. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's modern day. I was going to say he may so not many, be there. There's so many fucking good linebackers in the league that you would describe as just right. that. You're like, ah, he's a little small, but yeah, he can cover. But yeah, and right. you're like, yeah, guy gets ten tackles a game. So, you know, I mean, it's I for me, uh, I think it's reasonable to think that Washington maybe targeted him if he's there. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he's going to be there. Gotcha. I think it's getting doubtful because he's growing. You know, he's, his skill set's really good. The other kid is Darisol, mm-hmm. uh, the offensive tackle. They obviously need an offensive tackle. I would take, I would take um, that. Yep. And I'd be happy with that. Me he, too. I think he's starting to get momentum of going in the teens above Washington. Ooh, interesting. Um, okay. So I'm not sure he'll be there. The bad part, the, the what you don't want is all the guys you've targeted is, are now gone. That's mm-hmm. when you do the, the, uh, the mm-hmm. scenario. Standig thinks that's possible. He what? thinks that they target a tackle. And you're sort of in the in-between range for a tackle, right? Darisol's gone. Sewell's gone. Slater's gone. And now you're at a guy like, well, I don't really like him in 19. Right. Same thing with uh, uh, Owasu Koromoa. He could be gone, right? Xavier mm-hmm. Collins, who I always liked, is more of a 3-4. That's what Standick said, that the consensus is more of a 3-4 linebacker. We really wouldn't use him, right? Agreed. Yeah. Right. Um, and so he th- Standick threw out this name which would drive me fucking crazy. But 
He threw out this name. Um, he's a guard. They're a Tucker. <laughs> he's a fucking guard, right? But he's apparently amazing. But if they take a guard with the number, their first. If they take carry- a guard and they don't trade this fuckface who's hemorrhaging <laughs> us for eighteen million dollars, I'm going to lose my shit. All right, what we'll have the say? most expensive pair of guards in the history of football. We need to have some side action on what's going to cause Jerry to rip his. You guys TV would love that shit. <laughs> we will spend twenty three million dollars on fucking guards. <laughs> it would be the dumbest shit I've ever seen. That's like spending like 10 mil in the NHL on your bottom six. But the thought is, the, the thought is, he's the best guard in the draft, and he's really good. Don't get me wrong. He can play <clears throat> a lot of different shit. But the thought is, is that Sheriff won't be there next year. Right? Yeah, so absolutely. He's only going to be there one year, and this guy can plug and play. Which you've just spent $23 million on fucking oh, fuck. guards. Yeah. Fuck me. That's going to well, be so funny. I, I, I don't think I've ever been as intrigued to watch the first round <laughs> as this year. If you see I, them draft a guard, I'm, we might not be potting next week, or it well, might be a two-person pot. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. I just As soon as I see Goodell's face, I'm going to lose a lot of interest. So. <laughs> That's um, true. But, no, but the thing is, though, and I, I agree with everything uh, you know, you're saying, but there's some other guys that, that have, are, are in the top 20 of a lot of mocks that, Somebody's going to be there. Well, like here's J.C. Horn in the corner. Yeah, you know, there's, you know, if all these guys do go before 19, somebody's going to be there. Maybe it's one of the receivers. Well, that's there. just it. There's you know? so many receivers. But here's in- why they don't draft a, a wide receiver, right? Here's why. Um, well, first of all, back to offensive tackle. Right. The thought is that this draft is hugely deep at offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. So why do you draft a tackle yeah. when you can get a guy? And you got in your second two third, third rounders. Round. You know. yeah. Well, let me ask you this though: the kid, the kid Mayfield from Michigan, uh-huh. the tackle. He's considered like part of the big four of the tackles. Well, I, I I see some things going with him, like in the second or third round. See, I've I've seen that, and then I've seen him being a late first rounder. Is nineteen too high for him to go? No, I mean, but it, but see, this is where the scenario that you were talking about before. If they get a nice little sweet package and they move back to twenty five or twenty six, what if Mayfield's there? So now, that's these, basically like the second round, right? These are the tackles that most people think can can start in the first or second year and be pretty good. Right, Sewell, mm-hmm. Slater, Darisol, Samuel Cosme from Texas, who's apparently a freak. Okay, uh, Alex Leatherwood from Alabama, Liam Eichenberg from Notre Dame, Mayfield from Michigan, okay. Tevin Drinkins from Oklahoma State, Jackson Carmen from Clemson. All right, so that's nine guys. So to your point, nine guys, <laughs> nine times. <laughs> if you're if you get past the the the, the first two studs. At that point, you've got another six or seven guys that could potentially well, the, play. Yeah, in the your point first is, is why yeah, are we going to spend right, it on right. a tackle when I got these six dudes? That yeah, are, so, you know. No, that's that's super deep. Um, and they love that kid Walker Little from Stanford, who apparently yeah. hasn't played in two years, but was amazing when he played as a freshman. So, okay, they, 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 this this is a deep draft on tackles when it's not deep on linebackers. Right. Um, I I, I really would like to see them take a linebacker with their first pick. Again, but I don't you got to have the right. I mean, Micah Parsons is going to be gone, even he's though he, be gone. he might be a felon when it all says and done. Because yeah. the just stories about him just get worse and yeah. worse, and you yeah. never know if it's true or not. But well, he played for James Franklin. It's probably true. Right there, you go. <laughs> and then <laughs> now, then you got JOK well right and right. Collins mm-hmm. and the kid from Kentucky who everybody seems to love. The only thing that concerns me if he's that fucking good, why do you only start one year? I agree. If you're if you're that good. Why are you only starting one year? And yep. maybe he comes in and is amazing. I mean, right. Apparently, he tests off the chart. He's a great kid. Uh, but uh, other than those, like I'm not really sure there's a first-round caliber. And even a 19, if they took Davis, I'd be like, well, I mean, I'd, I would trust Rivera. He's a fucking linebacker by right. trade. Right? right? He right, knows right. what he, And Del Rio knows what he's looking at. Sure. Um, 
I, I want to see what happens to the Farley kid from Virginia Tech because mm. he was a top five pick going into this, and then he start he had that second back procedure. Yep. But the dude is like six two, fluid corner, and he's good, man. Washington could use another corner. I mean, yeah. they got Jackson and, sure. and they got uh, 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 Fuller. But you could put Fuller in the slot, which is his natural position. Then you got two studs. Yep. Well, you need depth anyway. So you know when you're when you're drafting. Yeah, no, guy, that's one of those positions. You, know. you, you, you no, you, those guys are are out on an island so often. Injuries happen. Yep. The whole nine. So you, what you would I like deep. to see them do? I'd like to see them trade back as always, right? Because that's, you're going to have this is right. going to be a good second round. Hell if you yeah. can get a second round pick. The question is, the, what you need is you need a run on something, right? Mm-hmm. You need a run on corner. Or you need a run on wide receiver. I'd say ideally, start to panic. all five quarterbacks go, and then like four out of the five receivers go. Because that takes nine slots off the board. Now you're down to ten <laughs> slots that you're really talking about. One of your guys is probably going to be there at that point. No, if, that, if the receivers go and all those quarterbacks go, there's one of the guys we've talked about that we like has to be there. Absolutely, you know, it's just go, a, you know, it's just a numbers game at that LB point. LB or OL yep. wise. Yep. Well, like like you got Jacksonville and New York. They have each have picks in the twenties, right? So let's say they draft their guy in the upper part of the draft, and now they want to trade up to get somebody who's falling that can they mm-hmm. can partner up with their new quarterback. Sure. Um, that that would be something good for Washington. And Miami's another team. I thought I forgot that had two picks in the first round because they got what yeah. six and eighteen, and or maybe know. Pittsburgh trades up and they want their quarterback because listen. Fitzpatrick's a stopgap. I get it, but he's here two years. If if you want him, you can have him for two years. He's not right. Gonna, and he did not play a lot early on, so he doesn't have the wear and tear. I agree. Like a Tom Brady would mm-hmm. in, in a normal human. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know. So so I mean, I just think that that I would be disappointed, and I don't think you need to get a fucking quarterback this year because I'll tell you what. I look at this magazine I'm looking at, and the next year's crop, the top 50, there's seven quarterbacks. Jerry, I'm with you, man. You said it You said it the last few pods when we've kind of gotten into the draft a little bit more deep. People, people overvalue quarterbacks every single year, and every year it's an amazing crop of quarterbacks coming out. So right. it, it just rinse, repeat to the following year. Well, th- I'm, I'm with you. I think yeah. you're solid at that position for a year, perhaps even two. And you'll have another cr- crop of uh, free agents. Bingo. And you'll have another crop of these guys who... Right, I you'll mean, get a disgruntled was, top five pick that didn't get his chance or something. Who the fuck was talking about Trey Lance last year at this time? Who was talking about the kid from BYU this nobody. time? Yeah, nobody. Nobody. No, it was always and the reason they're pretty talk- boy in fields. The yeah. reason they're talking about them now is because it's such a coveted position, and those guys have a skill set that's going to make scouts go ooh and ah. Right. Like you said, you know, fucking Sewell is better at his position than any of those guys are except for Lawrence. I Bottom line, so too. you know. Absolutely. All right, so let's talk about this though. Let's get in the second and third rounds, right? Let's. Real quick, let's see who do you think Baltimore is going to take. Oh, okay. Well, Baltimore, I the, the, what I what I keep reading on them is they need the following positions, not in any order, right? They need an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, although someone said today when I was on the podcast that they said that John Harbaugh wants a pass rushing defensive tackle. More so than an edge rusher. Interesting. Wants, okay, but uh, but the defensive tackle crop this year is is weak. Very weak. Um, more way more edge rushers this year. Wide receiver is always listed mm-hmm. in offensive line. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe one of the. I mean, they have two picks in the first round. Maybe one of those picks. Uh, maybe one of those. It'll be offensive line edge rusher. I think the guy from Georgia is a guy to look at. I can't pronounce his name, but apparently, Ajulari. yeah, apparently yeah. he's. 
Uh, had a couple zooms with them. Uh, one of the tackles is if they drop, you could think of Jenkins or um, I doubt Darisol is going to be there. <clears throat> so the 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 three names that I heard based on um, listening to ninety eight rock and hearing some of their you know Ravens insider shit over the weekend was they have zoomed with um, Ajulari, but they're pretty sure he's not going to be there. Um, he might be, but they they really like him. They like the kid Barmore from Alabama, who's the well, defensive tackle. That's who they want. That's who they want. But um, Cleveland picks right before them, and they need that position as well. They're like, there's no way Cleveland lets that guy go, you know, to there. So the the other one is the other receiver from LSU, Marshall, Terrace Marshall. Yep. He's got some. I don't know, man. He's to me. I Apparently, mean, they had two zooms with him and loved him. Sure. Well, so. I mean, you know, and it's a, and they're not going to let they're not going to let it out. I know this about Baltimore. Whoever they want will fucking be there because that's how they that's, <laughs> that's how, how that's they how are it goes every time. No question. You know, uh, this bastard. Baltimore always has a always has a guy where I'm like, how the fuck did they get that guy? <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. How the fuck did they get that guy? I'm telling you, last year's draft was a prime example. How did Patrick Queen fall to them? And he's impactful. Week one, yeah, it happens every fucking time. I mean, I'm 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 with you. Good for him. But I think you know somebody's going to drop. Um, but I think I I, I don't think they're going to go wide receiver. I just I just don't. I think they're going to go defense, either defensive line or defensive end or edge. And I think it's going to be, yeah, maybe it'll be that Barrymore kid, man. I mean, he's from Alabama. He's got good pedigree. Yeah, man. He's he's got some size to him too. I'm pretty much with you. We had that discussion about receivers last week. I guess it was with Baltimore, and it's just. The way this they utilize their guys, does that? Is, how much does that help them? A first round receiver. You know, I, I I listen. I actually listened to the pod back, and uh, I, I completely changed my tone. I was like, they based on their usage of receivers, like you just said, Jay. They don't really need anybody that's. If you're a grade A playmaker, that's one thing. Right. But th- those guys are few and far between. They just need some veteran guys that they can slot in and just trust. That fits their offense way more than drafting some guy with a huge upside. Well, it's like they've got the bodies. It's just like the scheme they use doesn't use the ones they have anyway. It, so it, Right, so why take them another yeah. space? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Well, when you're drafting in the 20s like they are, well, even in both of them, it's so dependent on who goes where. Sure. Right? I mean, you could target anybody you want, but if there's a run on – Let's say there's a run on offensive tackles and they get four in the top twenty. Like holy shit, I didn't expect that to happen. And you wanted one of them. Now you got to adjust. And maybe that is why they. It seems like they get a good guy every year because they're almost always in the twenties, and and someone always drops. Exactly That's a big right. name player. Yep. Sure. Right? Well, I sure. think it's uh, you know just to pile on that. They're just always good, so their needs are not that great. So whatever exactly. they get is like, oh my gosh, what a perfect fit. Yeah. Right. They have fewer glaring needs yeah. compared to teams that are always picking 10, 11, 12. Yep. Yeah. But you're but you're right. I mean, Marshall is probably the consensus whenever you see something because most people on the outside just think they need a wide receiver. Right. They need finally they need somebody, and this guy's the best crop. Maybe Rashad Bateman. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that kid actually. Everybody seems to like him, but he never seems to go above like 18, but everybody's mm. like, he might be the best wide receiver of them all. I'm like, well, why isn't he higher then? <laughs> right. Yeah, I see him like right. late 20s almost exclusively, but yeah. So, but uh, so if they did, I guess, you know, it's just not the, I don't get the vibe because I don't think that they think Lamar is going to use him. Like they, they're going to draft it, a again, wide it's receiver. It's all about usage at that And point. he's just not comfortable throwing to wide receivers. I agree. On, on certain routes. He doesn't, yeah. maybe he doesn't 
do a route tree very well. I well agree. That's what I kind of meant, you know, last week about, you know, obviously they know how to get the ball to guys over the middle. They're tight ends. Right. You know, this is dumb, non-football guy talking, but why not design similar routes for one of these receivers? If they get that, if the tight end gets that open, receiver's probably going to get that open, and, and Lamar should be comfortable with that. Right. But it doesn't seem like they do it. I mean, they did a little bit, actually. The beginning of that was it two seasons ago when they were all just on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seemed like maybe, maybe other teams took it away. Maybe it's, maybe it's that simple. Well, like Jerry says, anytime you think you have something innovative in the NFL, it, it's got a shelf life of a year to a year and a half because as soon as they get you know data on it, right. you know uh, the, the, the scheming in the NFL is just next level, man. Yeah. You know, the, the trickery only works in little isolated batches. It's not a sustained way of doing things. And not to say that that's what Baltimore Bank's on. They're actually kind of bland on offense. Yeah. They're boring and bland. <laughs> you know, they boring just, and bland. They just take advantage of an electric yeah, they quarterback. Yeah, they, they, they want to shove the ball down your throat. They yeah. want to run it. They want to hold on to it for five or six minutes and you know, hopefully punch it in the end zone. Um, and they figure the more, the closer they get to the end zone and they only have to pick up 15, 16 yards for that you know, jet sweep or that play, it's a hell of a lot better than being on their own 30 and having right. to pick up 20 yards. They're, they're not designed for that, um, which is why they've been in early exit in the playoffs. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I used to think that they I – mean, obviously they need a, a wide receiver and they're not you – know, they're using Mark Ed, or, or Edwards too much and blah, 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 blah. But I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe that's just what they do. I, I think so too. You know, and if they yeah. get a wide receiver, it's like why, why would we spend all this draft capital when, when we're going we're gonna to use an, an edge rusher or a defensive tackle on 50, 60 plays and we're going to use a wide receiver on four. Bingo. You know? Yep. And if they can get a cheap vet who knows how to run routes and he's – He's fine with going into the game for twenty plays. Yeah. Hey, may, maybe that's the way to go. Well, they got you know? Watkins. Let's not forget that. That's correct. Right? That's correct. But I do see, um, I do see Marshall getting mocked to them a lot, and mm-hmm. I think it's that's sort of lazy. There's, there's, those are people saying, "Yeah, they need a wide receiver, so this is the next guy." Yeah, that's what it is, man. They, these guys are pouring over film for hours, and they have the thankless task of trying to figure out if then scenarios. And you know, well, bottom line is, we'll find out on Thursday. Yeah, but I could see, I could see offensive line. If I had to guess, offensive line, edge, defensive tackle, or some receiver that drops, or somebody so you're that saying drops. the skins are gonna. I'm sorry, Washington is gonna send uh, Payne or Allen for one of those first round picks. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I wonder. Uh, well, I mean, we'll see. I, I'm I'm looking forward to the draft on Thursday for the first time in a long time. I think it's gonna be exciting, um, and I think it's gonna be exciting in the first five to seven picks. Yeah. which is going to set the rest of the evening and the rest of the draft up. So here's my bold prediction. All right, let's hear it. With the second pick I want to hear in this. the second round, the Redskins will draft the quarterback from Stanford. Okay. What's I, the kid's name? Yeah. Davis Mills. Davis Mills. That's it. Here's, here's the other one. I, I would be perfectly fine with that. Um, I would almost be willing to say right now I'm good with that. Uh, I've seen a few mocks uh, have them taking Kellen Mond in the third round. Chris Sims says Kellen Mond is the second best quarterback in this draft. So Mel Kuyper said the same thing. And to your point about the rec- Bateman earlier, it's like, well, then how come <laughs> yeah. he's the second best know. quarterback? Why the fuck is he going? Chris Sims, who I, who I respect. I mean, he's, sure. he, he's a look. He's a guy that can look at a quarterback and tell tell me more about what he sees than I know. Sure, right? I know that guy throws the ball pretty good, right? But <laughs> right. but he can actually look at footwork and and he thinks he's better than the kid from BYU. And Justin Fields and well, Trey Lance. What I love about Mond is, you know, he's a gamer and, and not just that, and he's played a lot of games, but you just watch him, takes hits, played in the SEC. What did he start? 30 plus games? Yep. And I mean, that kind of experience now, maybe he's beat up and he's going to, he's half toast at this point. But 
I just I like that experience that he already has, and we've been so scarred with lack of experience with some of these guys. Well, I mean, look at the, look at Lance and Wilson and even Mac Jones for Christ's yeah. sake. There's no experience it's one there. One year for everybody, right? Right. You know. Well, well it's to be interesting. What I'm thinking though is is that kid at stay if 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 it was a perfect world, the way I could see it for Washington is they stay at 19, they draft JOK, mm-hmm. then in the second round they draft uh, the kid from Stanford and they groom him. For yep. one or a two year, years, two years, whatever. Yeah. Yep. And then in the third round, they get one of the offensive tackles who's still there, mm-hmm. either the kid from Clemson or somebody that you can pl- plug and play, either a guard or whatever, and you know draft at least backups. And then they got to get whoever's left at safety or or wide know, receiver best, or best to pay, yeah, yeah best or linebacker. Yeah. But if you can get a will linebacker, um, the the thing about uh, JOK, what everybody is, is that he needs to be protected because he just can't have these big uglies coming out and, and strapping onto him. But you have the best defensive yeah, line in the is. NFL. <laughs> so yeah. He already is protected. That's, so that's you, you can't be more protected. Didn't they than say that about can, London Fletcher, too? Well, you know? in, in fairness to London Fletcher, he made a lot of plays six yards down the field. Fair enough. Right? Fair enough. You know, But we need, I mean, if that's the case, then he this would be perfect setting. So if, if yeah, you have really. a team saying I, yeah. I, I like that kid, but shit, I, I don't want to. I want to use him more than third down, and I can't put him in second down because he can't get off blocks because we don't have the defensive line that can protect. And then him. you look at us, and we have the defensive line. Right? Yeah, it's a good point. So I mean, they run six or seven deep at D line. He's fine. So well, nah, I, it's going to be a guessing I'll, game. I'll predict what's going to happen. The game it'll, it'll start at eight or whenever it starts. The first round <laughs> by nine. There'll be three picks. <laughs> I know. Which we You'll be have, falling asleep on which, the couch. Which we have already known. And, and Washington will get up, and I'll have a list of players that I want, and they'll go completely different. It'll be like the running back from Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Najee Harris? Yeah. Is that yeah. His name? And then I'll want to vomit, and then by the next day, I'll, I'll – Convince myself that he's the greatest pick in the draft. And <laughs> I can. That is a very Cause, plausible cause situation because I'll see some sort of video with him running with his shirt off and it'll be ripped, and I'm like, "That guy's gonna be amazing." <laughs> well, we all love our trade back scenario, and that's one of the things I've heard from a. Uh, well, a they could trade back. That'd be well, that, like that. You know, Etienne and Harris, they think that 19 is about right for one of those to go, and if some team really feels that's a need, they might be willing to go up and get them. So, so what? Awesome. What? Here's I'm throwing it out here. Here's the trade I would do. I would, if I was Washington, I would trade back to Baltimore. I would give them one of the defensive tackles, and I would take their two first-round picks, 31 and 27. I think that would be phenomenal, yeah. partly considering I half-suggested that a minute ago. <laughs> or I like that. Half well, you only half-suggested yeah, half-suggested half of it. Excuse me. <laughs> I like it. So you could – Done. Signed, sealed, back. delivered. I'm Let's down. go. Totally All down right, with sweet. that. All right, anything else for this week, boys? I think we just set up the draft perfectly. Yeah. We're brilliant. Yeah. So if you're a betting person out there and you've heard our prognostications in the past. Do the opposite. Right. Of the 10 we just picked in the first in the first 10, we're going to be 50. Trey Lance to Washington. We might be We might be 50% I'm going to be so best. fucking mad. Fade us all day. I'm going to be so mad. God, I really hope not. I'd rather take Taylor Heineke. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Uh, so until next week, wings, beers, and tears, give us a listen and uh, tell us how we did on our uh, draft picks, and we will uh, we'll see how it all plays out. Be careful out there, people. Peace. Peace. Go Caps.